I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I got this part contra. Bless you! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm honestly just that allergic to your story. <laughs> Hello everybody and welcome to Vicky Patterson The Secret 2. I'm not gonna waste any time. I'm gonna introduce our guest straight away because I just feel like I feel like she can't stay quiet for too long <laughs> apart from anything else. It is, of course, the hilarious Scarlet Moffat. <laughs> and that bit, I find, like, introductions, like, I'm pleased you just, like, went, yeah, it's Scarlet Moffat, because, you know, when people introduce you and start going through the past activities that you've done, like a CV, it makes me yeah. feel really embarrassed. I'm like, oh, yeah, to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I I can never be quiet. Like when people start like introducing us, I always giggle along, and I think I've got like quite a distinct laugh. I see yes. you giggle. I don't know who I'm kidding. I've got a fucking cackle, <laughs> so it's just like <laughs> me in the background <laughs> ruining the surprise for all, all the listeners. <laughs> I'm the same. I am the same. I think right. it must I- be a northern thing, Vicky. Oh, it has to be. I can instantly spot the difference between our accents, but I do feel like there's going to be people listening who don't know who's Vicky and don't know who Scarlett is. But can you tell the difference? You must I, be able to. I, well, I do, sometimes I do think we sound very similar, but shall I try? I'll try and talk a bit posher. <laughs> Fuck so off, that, Scarlett. No, like, so that I sound like. I don't mean posher than you, because you are actually, like, you are posher than me in terms of, like, just accents and life like I think you <laughs> went to a school where like I don't know they didn't like you went to a school that still exists probably my school got closed down because of Ofsted reports quite quickly <laughs> oh, fuck. Brilliant. no honestly my school doesn't exist in the, in the form which I experienced it I think it yeah, proper that's a northern thing again that's a northern thing no <laughs> schools that anyone went to exist anymore it's a scathing indictment about yeah, the, um, actually. <laughs> the national education system. But <laughs> hey, we're not doing too bad, Petal Lover. No, we're not actually, to be fair, we're not. <laughs> I'm um, I'm super excited to have you on. Like I've wanted you on for ages, mate, and I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stroke my old ego here, but you have come highly recommended. Oh. Like every, everybody who I say, who just want on the podcast, let us know. I get so many scholarships. Oh, thank so you. Many. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh god, hopefully I don't disappoint oh. them. 
Stop it. You're already smashing it, mate. Right, I can't <laughs> ignore the elephant in the room, mate. We are both queens of the jungle. Yes. I'm a celebrity's going on right now. How do you feel? Are you normal or are you like me and are you really jealous? <laughs> oh, see, I don't get jealous. Like, I just feel like I miss it. Like, when yes. I'm watching, I really miss it. And I know that sounds absolutely absurd because it's like, well, how can you miss being freezing cold, living in a hammock, being really hungry. But it's just such a wonderful experience. And when you're watching people experience that for the first time, yeah. it's like, oh, I wish I was covered in mealworms and shitty cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, mate, I completely relate. Like, loads of people, like I say, Fern and Kerry Katona and all, like, past people who've absolutely smashed it and had a ball. And I see them just sitting on their Instagrams, like, watching it, and I think... God, if I could, if I could just be normal like you, like I physically turn the show on and pace around in my living room for about five minutes, like going, was it like that when I was in there? And so getting so worked up, and then I have to turn it off for a bit, and then like I, I feel like I'm getting four more. I'm like, no, no, I need to watch this. I need to see what they're doing. So then I turn it back on. And I go back to me pacing. Honestly, oh, do you do you feel like sometimes you go? No, they've got it easier than me. <laughs> and, which That's is it. so stupid because, like, it, like it, even though we're not in there anymore, I'm like, I got so angry that, like, they got hot water because we never... I actually got prescribed a shower from, like, Medic Dr. Bob. Dr. Bob. Yeah, oh, because he was like... What a fucking leg. <laughs> yeah, no, he was like, no, Scarlett, you haven't been in the shower for, like, eight days now. You really need to go in. Like, you will get rashes. Whereas, because it was so cold, and then now when I'm like, oh, they, I know they're in Wales, so it is cold. Yeah. It is a bit harsh giving them ice cold water, but I don't know. They should have ice cold water. That's part of the experience. Why have they got hot water? I can't handle you coming out of the jungle with trench foot because you <laughs> refuse to clean yourself. Hey, do you know what happened? When I came out and I went to get my extensions out, because for some reason... I chose to have bonded extensions in the oh, jungle. Babe, all did it. I, co I come out bald. I come out looking like Frankie Kokosa. No word of a lie. Just like two inches of hair standing right on end once well, my I, extensions came out. I, it I was went awful. to Joe to get my extensions out and she started taking them out. And then she started screaming and I was like, what's the matter? And there was literally like about four cockroaches in my hair, no. half mealworms. I was like, how have I got this passport control? Bless you. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I'm honestly just that allergic to your story. I'm repulsed. Stop it. Yeah, and, then, and so I literally really went through passport control at Australia with loads of bugs in my hair. And, I'd sat, oh. and I didn't get my hair done until three days after I got back in England as well. So I was oh. just, like, laid in bed with, like, dead bugs in my hair. Oh, Nasty, God. isn't it? I know. That's I'm sorry. so grim. And, and this is us being like, we miss it. <laughs> exactly. Why would we miss that? I Silly think, really. Like, <laughs> I think, and, like, you touched on it before, it's you, like, for you and for me, the impact the show had on our careers after 
um, was just so huge and so significant that like, and you made, fr- and, and I know like you made friends for life in there and so yeah. did I. And it was such a wonderful experience. Like, I think that's what we miss. Obviously you don't miss scranning ca- like kangaroo penis. Like nobody misses the taste. Speak for yourself. <laughs> did you, what was the grossest thing you ate? Go on. A fermented egg. Oh, honestly. Yeah. Is, is is that not just like a pickled egg? No, it just tastes no. like well I've never like ate diarrhea. But like I'd imagine <laughs> that's what I'd imagine what? that's what diarrhea tastes like, but like with the texture of play doh. That's the only oh. way I can describe it. I also had to eat like some sort of tit, some sort of like nipple. And I remember oh, for about two days after I was trying to pull like a nipple hair from in between oh. my teeth. Oh God, that's that's the grimmest thing anyone has ever said on Vicky Patterson the Secret. Congratulations! Thanks. <laughs> you take the crown for that as well. Kate. Cheers. <laughs> no, honestly, that is so gross. I actually, but like I told you, know what you're saying. I went and did um, absolutely get me out of here in. So after I did the UK one, I went and did the Australian one out in out in South Africa. And they love the eating challenges out there. It's on slightly earlier. So they it's more it, if you can imagine this, it's even more family friendly. Like you don't get away with a lot of the stuff that they do. Like they couldn't put what underground for like yeah. for example. Um so they do a lot of like it's almost like our version of the jungle meets Takeshi's castle. <laughs> So, that sounds brilliant. Honestly, mate, it was amazing. I remember like swinging through the air on this giant ball, think like Miley Cyrus in Wrecking Ball, like that sort of vibe. And just thinking like, what the fuck is my life? Like it was through like the, the Ser- where is it? The, um, oh, what's that called? The Kruger National Park. I just remember yes. thinking like, what the fuck is my life? But um, anyway, yeah, they do loads and loads of eating challenges on that. And um, I remember having to eat... Um, an ice cream called Jawberry ice cream. And um, it was moose jaw. Uh, moose. Mm. Mix, yeah. And An I actual jar of a moose? Yeah, a jaw of a moose. So I had bits of another animal's teeth on my uh, teeth. No. And uh, I haven't, I don't know about you, but I haven't felt teeth on teeth since I was like necking on at about 13 in the disco and no one, no one really knew what they were doing. At tall so, trees. Sense, yeah, in yom. Yeah, tall trees. Those were the, the days, babe. But yeah, fucking teeth on teeth, Scarlet. Have you ever? That's, oh, it was no. But, and how do, like, why do, why would we miss that? It is bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? It is bizarre. I am, I've got to say though, I am loving the castle. I keep accidentally calling it the jungle, but I do really like the series in the castle. Although I watched like one of the trials, they were having like rotten tomatoes thrown at them. And I was like, oh, if only, if only we just had to deal with like vegetables, that would have been the dream. <laughs> I do think there's going to be a lot of past campmates sitting around watching this year's I'm a Celeb and going, what the fuck? <laughs> they have it so easy compared to us. And I do, I do, I think there's plot pluses and negatives. Like, let's have it right. I feel a bit sorry for them that they're not in Australia. I like, do. Australia is like part of the whole, it, 
It's it's so nice, isn't it? Like the sun's shining for the best part. Like you get to go on the fancy flight. I don't know. You, oh, it just does feel like you're part of something big. And like all they did was jump in the back of an Uber. <laughs> <laughs> there, was, never, there was an Uber XL. I know, but the thing is, do you know, I think it would be better because like what everyone forgets is, like I remember Jess on the first night um, of this series getting upset because she said she was missing a, a children and like my mum yeah. was like oh well they've only been in there a night and I was like no they haven't because they've been isolating yeah. for a week before and obviously we had to do that as well but I think there's something nice about knowing you're in the same country as your loved ones whereas yeah. like I suppose when you're in Australia you really do feel like well because you are oh, like a million miles yeah. away from from like all of your loved ones so I feel like it's a little bit scarier whereas at least you know if shit really does go bad in, in Wales, you can just hop in a taxi and get yam. <laughs> yeah. uh, I wonder if they can get Ubers. Like, I wonder if it li- or if it's really remote. But, I mean, I've got no idea where it is of you. Nah, I want to go, oh. though. Like, I feel like now everyone will be going. Like, yeah. after this, everyone will be going for a walk in that castle. Oh, it's definitely going to turn into a tourist attraction. Yeah, it is. Uh, Come on then, early predictions, Scarlett. I know it's it's only about a week in, but who do you think could be crowned this year's king or queen? So I'm thinking the top three. Yeah, go on, podium places. Shane. Yeah, love him. Jordan. Love him. I really like Jordan. And Vernon or Bev. Yeah, mate, honestly, Bev Callard. Living legend, her. living yeah. legend. And but then Vernon, right? Hang on, can we just talk about the fact that Vernon Key is a bit fit? He's really fit, and I never knew. <laughs> I never watched Family Fortunes and went, "Oh, he's <laughs> nice." But whereas now I'm like in those in that G lane, those red shorts. I'm like, yes, Vernon, get in that shower, boy. <laughs> no, it was the shower scene for me where he was like head and shoulders. Taller than the actual shower. I was like, a really big lad. Fucking hell. <laughs> I've seen loads of those memes, you know, where it was like, you know, the Christmas movie Elf, where he's in the shower. Yes. <laughs> where yes. they compare an elf to Vernon. Because he's just so tall. In a sexy elf. way, though. Tall in a sexy way. Vernon the camp mate, what's your favourite colour? <laughs> <laughs> 
absolutely <laughs> love them. No, I mean, you've, you've hit the nail on the head. I think those four are the proper ones to watch. However, I don't think she's had enough airtime, but I do think Giovanna Fletcher is one of the nicest women in the world. She's so wonderful. <laughs> Isn't she amazing? She's like human being goals. So the more we see of her, I think the more people are just going to fall in love with her. So I definitely think keep an eye on her and all. And she's so, like, I, she's just so, a smile is infectious. Like oh. whenever she's on screen and she's smiling. I find myself smiling. I get joy. I'm like, why am I smiling? She can't even see me. Why am I smiling at her? She doesn't know I'm there. (laughs) Honestly, mate, I've been talking about the jungle forever because I'm a little bit obsessed, but we've got so much more to discuss. Um, Me and you, I think there's loads of parallels between me and you. Do you agree? I would agree, actually. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Good. Good. Right. Listen, for everyone who like has been living under a rock, I mean, if you know me, you must know Scarlett, but Scarlett has managed to achieve so much in such a short space of time. And I already know she doesn't like it when people list her achievements. So I won't. I'm getting sweaty palms already. (laughs) I won't do it. I promise. However, I I will say... (laughs) Right, the first... Because we spoke loads over the internet, didn't we? And bumped into each other at various things. But our first big meeting was on, like, national television, probably the the most watched show of that year. And it was probably the peak moment when people were tuning in. It was like when I gave you the crown on Arm of Celeb, wasn't it? Yes. (laughs) Right. Oh, what? That, what the hell went down with that? <laughs> right. What the fuck was I that all about? I really just want to clear this up, right? So get on this, everybody, right? Before Scarlett went in, she sent me a message, like, fucking telling her she was going in. I was Which back- I wasn't meant to, but it's fine. <laughs> oh, we all Signed the contract not to say anything. Hi, Vicky, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, this year I got like, I got a mess, like I've got, me- you always get messages from people, don't you? I remember yeah. when Joel Dunnett went in and I was like, right, do this, do that. Like you want people to do well, especially nice yeah. people. So I remember chatting to you about it. I was absolutely buzzing, like thinking, yeah, she's got this in the bag. You smashed the series. I loved your friendship with Joel. Like it was honestly just amazing from the get go. And I was out there presenting um, the after show. I'm celebrity, get me out of your extra camp. And um, it was, it, she was just about to be crowned the winner. And traditionally, like the person who won it the year before, the queen, it's almost like, um, is it like a coronation ceremony? Is that the right Yeah, it is a little yeah. bit like a coronation <laughs> ceremony. Yeah, you like pass the crown yeah. <laughs> Very regal. So anyway, I um, popped the crown on Scarlett's head. But just before I had to do it, like, you got to think normal people in a normal year are only wearing like one hat. So they're not presenting the show as well. They're just the person who comes in and gives you yeah. the crown and says, well done. I was trying to present the fucking thing and give Scarlett a crown as well. So in one year, I've got someone, like, in me, in me comms, I've got someone giving us directions, like, we've got a hard ad break in the next 20 seconds, so make sure you're in and out super quick because you need to go into, like, the ad read after that. And I was like, all right, yeah, no, no bother. And in the next year, I've got, right, you've got 10 seconds before the hard ad break, so make sure you go in there, <laughs> give her the crown and get out. And this was the this was the part in line I got, Scarlett, get on this before I dropped it on your head. I went, so don't make it about you. <laughs> It was fine. Like you handed us the crown, you give us a kiss, and then I could literally see you like 
running across like two bridges to get to where you needed to be to present the extra camp show. And then like, I remember the next, like, and then I didn't think anything else of it. Um, me and Joel had went to the after party for 10 minutes. Then it went back and got a cup of tea and biscuits because that's all we wanted to do. And then the press were like, making out like you'd literally flung the crown onto my head. And I was like, that is not how it happened. Like I was there, did not feel like... You'd like frisbeed it onto my head and then legged it off. Like, it was just weird. I, I just feel like it was the press trying to be a bit mean, to be honest. Of course. And this is me thing, right? So for starters, whoever gave me that piece of advice, don't make it about you. Like what impression had I gave them that I was going to like walk on, walk on and be like, well done, Scarlett, in, back in my day when I won. <laughs> yeah. And like launch into some sort of really, really lengthy monologue about my spell in the jungle. Clearly didn't know me at all. I was just fucking stressed to death about presenting and buzzing you'd won. So I was like, shit. So I was absolutely petrified. I gave you the crown, like you say. I think I gave you a kiss. I was like, well, all thrilled for you and ran off. And yet, like you say, that translated into like jealous Vicky Patterson lobs crown yeah. at Scarlett Moffat's head. <laughs> it was so bizarre. But then I, I'm sure I like tweeted something like saying like, no, like just watch it back. Like that isn't how it went down. Like it never, ever felt to me like that that's what happened. It was just, I think, I mean, just because it's such a watch show, I think they just look for things to chat about don't they in the press I think do you know what I think and this is my point right I think it was so bizarre to them that two women who are around the same age from the northeast like could actually just be supportive of each other and that's what I hate yeah. that's what I dislike I am a proper strong supporter of other women like do you know what I mean and I think yeah in the they don't do it they don't do it to men like they don't pit men against each other like that. No, they never do that, do they? Nah, but women, they love to think there's some sort of bitchy undercurrent. And abs I'm just absolutely going on record with Scarlett Moffat five <laughs> years later saying there was not. I was fucking No, there really wasn't. <laughs> I just, yeah, I just think, I just think sometimes stories are weird. Like, have you ever just read a story about yourself where you're like, well, that isn't how it happened? <laughs> Like I always remember, I always remember like, I always remember seeing a story about, like, and it actually made the press and I have no idea how it made print, but it was me answering the door to get a Domino's. What the heck? And I was like, and I was like, is that just, and it was like hungover Scarlet orders pizza and it was like, yeah. Is that not what every other person does when they hung over? Order pizza. Like, how is this a, how is this a story? Oh, do you know how what, Scarlett? And I you... felt embarrassed because I actually lived alone and I got the couple's retreat order. <laughs> so there was quite a lot of pizzas there. And, like, I had to pretend that I was eating. Do you ever do that thing when you order a pizza and then... The person comes to the door, but there's just you in the house. I start, sh like, shouting out, yeah. go, oh, I'll get the pizzas, don't worry. I'll get get the plates ready. There's just me in the house. And I haven't, <laughs> because I've ordered that much food, I am pretending that there's other people in my home. <laughs> no, Scarlett, I'm past it, mate. I'm now, because obviously, like, balls deep in lockdown, I'm the person who will 
happily open the door to a delivery driver three times a day and just feel no shame <laughs> in my game. Like you, you obviously need to push through whatever it is you're going through, mate, before you get to my stage. Trust me. And also, I'm just an, I'm annoyed that you're still at the level that having a hangover is a story for you. I think if I actually woke up like fresh faced and bushy tailed, that would be a story for me. Vicky <laughs> Patterson wakes up without hangover. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what mate go on I had um, oh, I remember reading the press once and it's not about me it's about Lauren Goodyear right who I fucking like and I think she got I know what bad... this story is it about the puddle it's about the puddle oh my god <laughs> the fact that we know the story that we talk please explain the story of Lauren because I was like what the actual fuck like I love Lauren I think she's such a wonderful person I think she gets a really hard time yeah. this story was bizarre. No, honestly, mate, I couldn't believe, like, I've deleted all these apps now, like, the Daily Mail, like, any sort of tabloidy um, news outlet, I've deleted them from your own mental health, like, apart from yeah. anything, like, I didn't, like, re- reading stuff about yourself's super frustrating, like you say, it's mm. hardly ever true. When it is, it can be too close to the mark and it's hurtful. The comments, I'm not even going to touch on them, but, like, <laughs> oh, don't. But, when you're reading stuff about your pals as well, like I used to get incredibly irritated with that. So I did eat them all and like, honestly, much happier since. But yeah, back in the day when I did still have them, I remember opening the Daily Mail and uh, <laughs> Lauren, honestly, I can't, Lauren Goodyear steps over a puddle on a night out. And that was, <laughs> no word of a fucking lie, top story on the Daily Mail. <laughs> I'm sure it was, like, ahead of, like, Kim Kardashian. I'm sure there was, like, a story about Kim Kardashian and, like, that story about someone stepping over a puddle was above. And I'm just, like, they literally will make stories about anything. But then me, silly sod, I read the story, so really, who's winning? They're winning because I actually clicked on to read it and look at the image. I mean, can you you imagine if she'd actually stepped in the puddle, it would have broke the internet? (laughs) It would have been trending for weeks. Honestly, it's mental. So is that the weirdest story you've ever read about yourself that opens the door to get a Domino's? Or have you read, read have you ever read something where you just thought, what the fuck is this? All attack. Like, I think, because the thing is, some stories can sort of, it's the whole fans divided stories that I hate because they've took two comments of someone's Instagram or Twitter where someone hasn't really enjoyed a show or hasn't really enjoyed an outfit that I've worn and it's like, yeah. fans divided. And it's like, <laughs> are people really like that ass? I don't, know if, I don't know if they are. I think just a couple of people have said they're not keen on me and that's fine. Not everyone has to like me, but I wouldn't say people are having wars over me because like, I'm not that important. Like, it's just someone's decision not to like the show that I'm on. Yeah, that's no. fine. It, it, but it, that's what journalism's become. And this, I mean, I'm not going to go too deep in it and stuff like that. And I'm not attacking every journalist in the UK. By oh, no, some are lovely. Some are really lovely. But, you know, like now journalism has so become a, just about, especially those like, really fast-paced high turnover ones like your online outlets like it'll just be what someone's wrote about you on instagram do you know what i mean like like you say just a comment and you think well how how how's that journalism yeah oh mate i could talk to you i could i feel i feel like i could just talk to her all day just about life (laughs) just about setting the world to rights (laughs) 
Honestly, mate, I'm not even joking. Like, think of all the things we've done similarly. We've got loads of fucking, loads of stories to tell each other. We both won the jungle. We both actually started on MTV shows. Yeah. Truth be told, little bit of Geordie Shaw and Beauty School cop out back in the yeah. day. Yeah, I actually forgot. I actually all the time forget what that's called. <laughs> and so- it's... It's so weird because um, one of the producers who I was on that show with, mm. I'm doing like a new show with her. She's called Hettle. She's wonderful. I know and, like, we just Yes. Oh, shout out to Hettle. I made her life a living hell when I was on Jodie's <laughs> show. <laughs> I'm but so we, it's so weird because it's went full circle and like, <laughs> it is just crazy. Like the amount of things that have happened for for us both in like, in such a short space of time, like you say. <laughs> but I, no, I could. I could talk to you all day, mate. But I'm aware that you're a very busy woman. So I'm going to call that the end of part one and ask if you'll come back in part oh. two. Do you know what I want to talk to you about? Of course I will. Do you know what I want to talk to you about? I want to talk. Oh, God. I need I'm to scared. talk. No, I need to talk to you about your conspiracy theories, Charlotte. Scott. Yes. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about aliens and moon landings and all that stuff. Fucking brilliant. I'll see you in part two. <laughs> Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.